So we ran across this field only to find a moat. So welcome back to the Too Good To Be Too podcast. Um, episode 8 now. Nearly getting to the end of season 1. Gosh, 8 oh, out of go- 10. It's gone really quick. It really has really actually, quick. yeah. But yeah, we've got some good stuff on the episode today. We're looking forward to it. But before we get into that, um, Henna, how are you? How are you doing? That you, felt really formal, that did. That felt like you're my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in deep therapy. Sat with a clipboard. Um, I don't know. I, it's been a strange week, actually, yeah. I think. There's there's been sort of heads, head or tails to sort of like mm. the week, if I'm honest. Yeah. But actually, the other day when I'm out to put the rubbish out, yeah. I found one of our neighbours in the garden. Wait, what? Did I not tell you about this? No. So basically, he was out there just like pruning the tree. And he basically just like gone into the garden and just sort of like... He, well, he claimed he was doing his garden from our side of the fence, which I find a bit strange. I think that says about really bad stuff about us, how really lazy when it comes to our garden. But you know, our parents being key workers kind of yeah. busy, but like, having said that, this is not the first time we found somebody in our garden. Yeah, that's true. Because our oh, na- yeah, old neighbour. Do you remember the, our neighbour from the other side? Yeah. He came over with a camping chair yeah. and shears and started just trimming back he the set edge. himself up, he did. And he, and he had lemonade with them. <laughs> Like, I feel like he... And he, how you took the time to be like, you know what, I'll take a lemonade with me as well. Like I'll be there a long time. So we've had both neighbours either side yeah. try to, you know, attack our garden. Basically trespassing into our... Our garden is just our, a free-for-all. Yeah, our jungle garden. Sarden so just looks out the window. Right like Mowgli right now. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, that's pretty funny. So, this week on Too Good To Be Too, we are covering Kevin Kelly's 68 Bits of Unsolicited Advice. Big up, Kevin Kelly. So, he's a man who wrote a list of advice to young people on mm-hmm. his 68th birthday, hence 68 pieces of unsolicited advice. That's an odd number. We, what's his birthday? That's actually an even number. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are going to cover, obviously not all 68, as great as the list is, we are going to cover a few of them and yeah. kind of give our Too Good To Be Too spin on it. Exactly. Right, so Sergeant, so, do you want to kick us off with the first one? Okay, so does effort beat talent? How do you feel about that? Well, straight off the bat. Off the bat, how do you feel? Yeah, I do. It does? Yeah, I think so, because I feel like if you're talented, mm. but you're lazy, it doesn't matter how talented you are, you haven't got the drive to see that through. That's true. Whereas effort, you can control how how much effort you put in. Mm. So if you're like really on your graft and you're like, I'm going to achieve this, I've got a goal, I've got, you know, several targets to achieve a larger goal. Yeah. That effort is what's going to get you there. It doesn't matter how talented you are. Mm-hmm. I think it's effort. I mean, I mean where do you stand on this? I feel like you're going to challenge me on that though. I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate here. Mm, like I do in every situation. Okay. Um, so I felt if someone is born with talent, okay. they can utilise it any time possible, whenever they want. Okay. However... They could be lazy, like you said. On the other hand, <clears throat> um, a, an individual can beat someone who has talent with their hunger to make an effort. So I feel like, like it goes off what you said. Mm. If someone's generally more hungry to get the job done they'll than do someone it. who has talent who's lazy, then it'll get done, and it might be might be way better. That's true, and I think sometimes you you can become a little bit passive and complacent, mm. think oh, I've, I I can do that. I can do that. I just can't be bothered right now. And I think that's where people go wrong with that attitude. Yeah. So I think for me, effort does beat talent. Same. And for you, it does also. Definitely. But we actually put this question to our parents. And yeah. my mum said they were 50-50. Yeah. And that's the view that I didn't really have, so... Mm. But dad said um, talent. Beats he was, effort. He was, yeah, talent. I feel talent. like dad just, just wanted to be different. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest be, with you. Be the awkward one. But yeah, definitely, effort beats so talent. So we decided 
effort does beat talent. Yeah. Okay, here's the next one. Um, pros are just amateurs who know how to gracefully recover from their mistakes. Where do you stand take on it, this one? Take it away. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, they say you, you, you learn from your mistakes. Indeed. And you learn what to do or not to do next time if mm-hmm. you're kind of going down the same route. Mm-hmm. But I think that, yes, people who are professionals, they've probably got their head around their mistakes quicker. Definitely. And, and, they're, if they're, and they're recovering faster because they know they want to progress. Yeah. And so I think rather than, you know, dwelling on, oh, I did that wrong. Mm. Oh, I should have done this. They're like, I've done that. It wasn't right. Yeah. Let, let's move on. So I feel like, yes, I think professionals are just amateurs mm. who know how to grow recover from their mistakes. Yeah. I definitely feel like making mistakes is good. Mm. I feel like if you're, you're making mistakes and you're perfect all the time, yeah, that's amazing. Mm. But you don't find... But by making a mistake, you might find like an alternate answer to something. But by being perfect all well, the time... Well, actually, some of the greatest things like, yeah, are mistakes. have come yeah, from mistakes exactly. or mishaps. Yeah. So I think as I think at the time, a mistake can be so like sort of like heartbreaking and it can be quite sort of like yeah. upsetting. But then you think... But it, the I think it back, is, the I think it is crucial that people do make mistakes Yeah, because so that you can just perform... Well, just be like a be, better person. Be oh, better. better person. Just be better be in general. Better, do better. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. Actually. But yeah, I'm so definitely... we both that. agree that pros are just amateurs who yeah. have to gracefully recover from their mistakes. Definitely. This one's a bit of a deep one. So get ready, guys. <laughs> Quite early in the podcast. Get your popcorn so ready. Get your popcorn um, So this one's called The Rule of Three in Conversation. Okay. So to get the real reason, ask a person to go deeper than what they just said, then again and once more. The third time is Nuji, the answer that's closest to the truth. I think it's a good method. Okay. I think I've used this before on you, but not knowing that I've used I, it. I feel I feel a little bit embittered right now. Okay. Um, well, actually, I think, think of it like the first time when you ask somebody why something is the way it is or why they've done something, mm. they normally would give a superficial answer. Yeah. So that's layer one. Yeah. I think when you dig a bit deeper, you start to get to not the root cause, but the reason for which they've actually done it. Mm. And then I think the third layer being, this is, yes, I did do that. Yeah. So I think it's a good way of getting the truth. You think? Is Then at the same time, is it kind of, mani- not manipulating the person, but... Mm. You're kind of manipulating the situation to your favour. You are. <laughs> but I think I'm now thinking about a lot of times in my life where I possibly could have used the rule of three in conversation. Yeah. And yeah, I probably would have come across intrusive. Mm. But I think sometimes you have to know things for the betterment of yourself. Yeah, that's true. But also not knowing can be good too. Yeah. Where do we sound? Oh, that's one of the... being devil, devil's advocates right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going to be that for every single um, piece of advice. So we both think that the... So I think I think it's a good way, yeah. What so to ask somebody and to then ask, ask somebody, again yeah, twice more, yeah, three times. I think it's a good way. Do you know what? I might try this. Yeah. Just like at a random time, not saying with you, yeah, and then not. and then just <laughs> and then just seeing if it works. Yeah. I I like that one. It's it's something that I ordinarily wouldn't um have thought of myself. Yeah. So I quite like that. Well, that was a good one. Kevin Kelly, three yeah. for three. Big up Kevin Kelly again. <laughs> um. Next one is show up, keep showing up. Somebody successful said, 99% of success is just showing up. Oh. <laughs> what do you think of that? I mean, again... So I don't think it's 99%. <laughs> it's definitely not that. That's a very big number. Yeah. I think that showing up and keep showing up, yes, that's it's important. Because yeah. that shows you're committed. Exactly. That shows you're interested, you're keen. And that you want to be there. That you want, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's 99% of success. Definitely, yeah. Because I, I think... I think 
I think I heard that silly saying that what's the difference between uh, you know success and failure yeah. is triumph. Yeah. So it's like a try with a bit of oomph kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like maybe showing up is 60%. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. not even that. I think lower. I think, I think showing up just stands for 20%. <laughs> so to I'm, be honest. you're saying you outright don't agree. It's just bog standard. If you, want to, if you want to be somewhere, get something done, you need to show up. Because sometimes people can show up and they're not engaged, but they're yeah. going for the sake of going. That's so true. what happens if somebody attends eight seminars out of eight, mm. but at the end of it, they're not enthusiastic and they don't put in the hard work and the revision or write the report or do the presentation? Mm. Ergo, they, well, they won't be successful. That's true. So I don't agree with that, Kevin Kelly. I feel like, you know, yeah, 99% of, of showing up as, uh, um, you know. A lot of lazy uni students would definitely disagree with that. They yeah. no, would agree with that because they turn up. Yeah. Really yeah, so I feel all. like on that one, unfortunately, we are not four for four with Kevin yeah. Kelly. Not agree with that one. Um, I mean, what what do you think success? Is? You really think success as a percentage is just twenty, like twenty percent of it is showing up. You really think that? So you think eighty percent is everything else that goes into success? Well, I think twenty percent. Yeah, I think I think twenty percent is a fair value for someone who's showing up. Because ten percent is like walking, getting through the door. <laughs> not. Li- uh, <laughs> no, joking. But I think that's a fair value. I don't think it's, it's definitely not ninety nine percent, in my opinion. I feel like it's important to express that Sergeant just did like a little walking kind of action with yeah. his two fingers across the table. Yeah. Um, so yeah, on to the next one. So we definitely don't agree with that one. Okay, next one. If you're not mm. if you're not falling down occasionally, you're just coasting. I feel like I don't have an immediate response to that. You I feel first. like if you're just coasting, it's 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 kind of boring. Okay. I think. So. But or is it or is it just comfortable? Is, yeah, you get comfortable and you're mm. just you get used to that feeling. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes when you fall down, you make mistakes or something doesn't go your way. Yeah. It's a part of the adventure of where you eventually want to be. It's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. Yeah. I felt like, I felt so, like, I felt like we're getting very deep. You're very deep. This <laughs> very deep. So it makes it all. So it makes it worthwhile, basically. So if you're not falling down occasionally, you're just coasting. Yeah. I mean, could you alternatively say that if you were to self-reflect more often? it would result in you not coasting. Mm. Like, if every three months you sat back and thought to yourself, what have I done in this three months? Or, you know, the past six months, or this yeah. year, had a reflection on your year, and you think, I would do this differently. So rather than making a mistake, you've mm. reflected. But what do you think is better, to make the mistake and experience it, or to have self-reflection? I think make the mistake and experience it. Yeah, that's I true. think. Yeah. I think mistakes are more powerful than self-reflection. Definitely. I think you can still reflect after a mistake. Yeah. Actually, yeah, do you know what? I, I, I agree with that. If you're if you're not falling down occasionally, then you are coasting. You're mm-hmm. just coasting. Gosh. You cover the next few tasks. I feel like I've spoken just a bit too much. Oh, sounds like I'm just getting tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Right. Okay, so it says... When where an object is yeah. lost, 95% of the time it is hiding within an arm's reach of where it was last seen. So search in all the possible places um, in that radius and you'll find it. Mm, I don't I don't really agree with this one. Why don't you agree with that? Okay, for example, we'll take a pencil, right? Okay. You usually write down stuff in a room. Yeah. Or somewhere in your house. Yeah. But then it turns out the pencil's in your car because you have to write down, you know, a li- like something that you you go to McDonald's drive-thru and you have to write down your sister's order, your order, on a piece of paper. Quick question. Go on. <laughs> Why are you not texting about this? I don't know. Maybe you texted me earlier and I was like, you know, I'll write it down just in case. Mm. So I don't. You'd assume it's in your room. I, the pencil. I think that's specific to a pencil. Yeah, it's obviously specific to a pencil, but I'm just giving it as an yeah. example. 
I find... I feel like, look, fair enough if you're looking in the radius, but sometimes yeah. some of your stuff can be in really weird places. Do you know what? I do this stupid thing of, I get on this hype every so often when I do like a massive clear up. I'm like, oh, I'm mm. going to really put everything in a perfect place. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Everything has a home concept. Yeah. It's something I learned whilst, during, mm. during my internship. Yeah. And I get on this hype to go put things away and squirrel them away and think, yeah, I've done it. And then, like, three days later, I'm like, where in God's name did I put that mm. thing? And I can't think of where it was. It's like that time your shoe was in the fridge. Okay, there's been no instance where my shoe has been in the fridge. No, I actually think I put the, I, I think I put the landline in the fridge once. What? No, I think I put batteries in the you fridge. You put batteries in the fridge? No, was it batteries? I, I woke up one day and something was in the fridge, and I don't know what it... What did I put in the fridge? Any of those. To be fair, I think I put... Weird. I, batteries landline shoe <laughs> shoe and uh, no, at no point did I put a shoe in the fridge oh god um, do you I know don't believe in that I, I 50-50 believe in, in it that sometimes things can be hidden within an arm's reach of mm. where you last like had them but do you know what I hate the most about when you lose something what when the person you ask to help you says where did you last put it dad <laughs> it's like so if, if I, I knew that I wouldn't be asking you to help me Speaking of when things are put away, we went through this kind of sort of era in our home where I think when we where I was I was in sixth form and you were in sort of like lower school. Yeah. And we'd lose anything and we'd ring up my dad. I don't know who'd exactly nights, where it is. And he would be like, I put it in the fourth drawer yeah. on the left hand side in like the third bedroom. Yeah. And you think, why is it there? Mm. But yeah, he knows it. But so. he knows. So that's a good thing. Definitely. But overall, do you agree with Kevin Kelly's Little statement he's made here. Little statement. <laughs> I s- half agree with it. Am I allowed to do that? Half agree with it. I guess you can. We can do anything on a podcast. <laughs> okay. With no reason. Oh gosh. All right. So the next one is there is no limit on better. Talent is distributed unfairly, but there is no limit on how much we can improve with what we start with. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sergeant's thoughts are... Mm-hmm. Just taking that in. Um... <laughs> so what you're saying is there's no limit on better. I agree with that. Anyone can improve. I think it's about having the means to improve. The opportunity. That's very true as Because well. I have a few friends who they've gone into their sectors and they can't progress at the company they work in mm. because there simply isn't the opportunity to grow and become better. Yeah. But obviously they have to seek out the opportunity elsewhere and that's when, that, when things have become slightly derailed because you might mm. not want to make yourself uncomfortable. Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like Sasha's <laughs> already fed up of me. Um... um I see what you're saying, but in general... There's no limit to better. There's, in general, there's usually no limit to being better. Yeah, in general. Obviously, yeah. it's about the struggle of being better and getting there. Okay. But mm. if you just take that leap... But it's also saying, Kevin Kelly's statement also says, talent is distributed unfairly. I guess... <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends how you see it, because I'm, really I'm really into graphic design. Mm. And you're not really into it. Okay. Well, I don't think you are anyway. You never know. So, would that be unfair distribution? Not that saying like, oh, I'm I'm born with graphic design. Having said that, I do feel like in general, you've had more of an artistic flair throughout our lives. I think I've just been more of a pen and pencil, book smart kind of person. Yeah. So, do you know what? Actually, I I would agree with that. Talent is distributed unfairly. (laughs) Because... But would you call it unfair that... I'm good at using Photoshop and you might not be as good. I, I mean... <laughs> but, but then in fact, you don't really care. So is it unfair? Yeah, because is it, is it unfair yeah. if you don't care? Yeah. I don't think... Oh, well, quote of the day, is it unfair if you don't care? That's pretty good. A yeah. little bit of rhyme. I yeah. like that. Um, I don't think it's unfair. And I think that when people have 
you know, this unique ability. That is what a talent is. Yeah. Nobody says talents are distributed. Everybody gets mm. one. Sometimes it's you might, natural. It's natural. And yeah. you can find your talent quite early in life. Mm-hmm. Or you can find it late in life. Well, some people can have a talent and not even know what it is. That's true. So I feel like talent isn't distributed unfairly. That's the definition of talent that is just unique to that person. Yeah. It's nothing to do with distribution. Yeah. So now I don't think... I mean, I don't think that talent is distributed unfairly, Kevin Kelly. Mm-hmm. But however, I do agree with that there's no limit on being better. Yeah. What say you? I agree. Definitely. <laughs> What's one of the few times we agree on something? That's nice. Next one, Sarge. Here's the next one. So, where is it? Eliminate. No, you said you... I said you were covering them. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Because I don't like the first, like, ten, so... We haven't covered ten again. Okay, fine. Eliminating clutter makes room for your true treasures. I guess that makes sense. Mm, I'd like to... Then I again, think... people might just like clutter. I think you're a bit of a clutter Maybe bug. the clutter is the treasures. I... <laughs> don't be like that. I think you're a bit of a clutter bug when you were a kid. You don't used to love collecting oh, things. I love collecting stuff, yeah. Your sergeant was classic for collecting, like, figurines. <laughs> football football cards. Football cards. Still like collecting football cards. <laughs> <laughs> you went through a phase where you just loved yeah, posters. Yeah, I loved collecting. Remember, like, when I, was, when I was younger, I used to like, cover my room with, like, match attacks posters of, like, different footballers. Oh, my God. Sergeant had a dedicated yeah, corner for, like, Portsmouth God, Club. Like. I know. So, I think... I mean, I think there's there's a really famous talk that one of my friends told me about, and he'll be embarrassed if this is a podcast and mm. he thinks that I don't remember the name, which I don't, so I'll yeah. find it out. But there's a manager who's done a talk where he said that tidying your room is the first step yeah. towards, like, betterment. That's like I his, agree with that. So that if you tidy your immediate surroundings, yeah. it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so agree. I think that maybe if you're decluttering, maybe you're not making room for, in the sense of this quote, your true treasures, because... Mm. It may not be a physical treasure. It could be a mental treasure, which you're I think is nice. You're making room for self-improvement for you to become... Something better. Something better. To That's feel better. true. Yeah. So I, I do think that eliminating clutter does make room I think for your true treasures. I remember at uni when, like, I had, like, a like a boring day or, like, mm. I don't know, classmates were annoying or something like that. Yeah. Not, like, trying to indirect anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just, like, just like a general, like, just, just yeah. like a boring day at just, uni. Yeah. And then you come in and you're like, oh, just had a really... It's like a mediocre day. Yeah. And then the first thing I do was because if my room was like my room would basically get messy really easily. Yeah. At uni, and then if I cleared it, I'd feel much better. Mm. And then I'd reflect on that day to be like, oh yeah, sorry for really boring. But then it got better towards the end of the day because I cleared my room. I feel really good decluttering. Yeah, I it feels really good. To, like, throw also, another thing is hoovering. I don't like doing it at home here. I like doing it um, at uni. I think you mean vacuuming. <laughs> or vacuuming. Sorry. Hoover is the brand. <laughs> You know, Dad, or I will just but do it. We don't say va- we don't say I'm vacuum. We don't say I'm vacuuming now. Dad does though. No, we don't. That's just Dad. That's weird. Yeah, but he gets annoyed. <laughs> vacuuming. Also, you you find that therapeutic. Yeah, it's, it's like if there's like a few crumbs on the floor, which I hate crumbs, by the way. Um, Sarge's got who, a real thing yeah, about crumbs. I hate crumbs. If you two of them, might let you feel better. You never know. I might get you a hand held over so you can just vacuum yeah. yourself like Uncle Buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me a hand held oh, John Candy. That you know guy. what to get for Christmas now, yeah. Oh my god, you're an adult. Because you want a handheld vacuum, that's oh so sad. <laughs> well, when we're working, work, working, when we were walking through Sainsbury's the other day, we were looking through like the home. The home section. Home section, we got really excited. And you like those cereal bowls. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Big sign of that wall. Sergeant, you are over the hill. I know. Um, but another one is a vacation plus a disaster equals an adventure. Name me like we've been on holiday quite a few times. Oh god! And you've been, to, you know, you've been to different places with your friends. That's true. Um, any likes memories or this is a bit of a disaster. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to share it, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, 
So we went to holiday. We went on holiday to Turkey, twenty twelve. Yeah. I think, yeah, 2012 we went to Turkey as family holiday, just the four of us. And was that was that the one after ages we went? No, 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 that was Tunisia. That was Tunisia, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we went to Turkey on the family holiday 2012. Yeah. And this is, like, we've obviously got there sort of late night the first night. So we went straight to bed because we landed quite late. Yeah. We woke up the next morning. I'm really worried about what you are to say now. No, I'm no, nervous. No, no. Okay. And so we, we head out the next morning to sort of breakfast by the yeah. pool and thought we you know, to, like, go on the beach. So it got to later that night for dinner. Yeah. And we were all getting dressed. <clears throat> yeah. And mum walks into my room and she's like, Hannah, have you seen my foundation? <gasps> and I'm oh, like... Oh, I remember now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, people might think I stole it. I didn't. So my mum is now going through every single suitcase. Panicking. Every every sort of, you know, sort of like case we bought with us. Mm. Through the shoes, clothes, and can't find it. So now my mum's like, oh, God, God, I can't wear my foundation to dinner. I'm not going to feel properly, properly dressed. Yeah. So that night we obviously went to dinner. She obviously wanted to look like, nicer for dinner. Mm. But the next morning is where this gets worse because we were awoke, like we were woken up about 8am. Yeah. And instead of, you know, enjoying the holiday and going out for like a stroll, going to the beach or whatever, mm. my mum took us on this wild adventure to oh, go and find her foundation. All the memories are flooded back now. And so we actually took a taxi all the way back to the airport. Yeah. And my mum managed to convince airport security to let her into duty free yeah. without a ticket. That was mad. So my, my, I don't know how I communicated her message, yeah. but they trusted her to go back into duty free without a ticket through airport security, so like in reverse, mm. and go to duty free. Mad. I mean, big up Turkey for like to do that, but like. <laughs> well, so, big up mum for being so persuasive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that I think the disaster was my mum's lack of foundation, and the vacation oh, was Turkey. And Dad forgot his trunks too. Remember that. Oh, that, what holiday was that? Was that Morocco? I think it was Morocco, no, yeah. was it, no, I think that was Dominican. Yeah, and he had to go to like, the little hotel shop <laughs> and his old really horrible um, trunks. Because <laughs> Sergeant Swimming was... Swimming shorts, yeah. Sergeant was unwilling to, like, lend like, my dad's... I was like, I'm not lending you my fair, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, That's we've had a funny. few holiday adventures. What about you, Sarge? Uh, another one that I've got, so, um, it was during uni, I went to Amsterdam, my friend Kyle, he's probably listening right now. Um, big up Kyle. Big up Kyle. Um, <laughs> and ready to leave obviously leaving on the plane the next morning and then during the night we get a text message saying so were you in Amsterdam at this point yeah we're in Amsterdam at this point yeah yeah, yeah sorry skip skip over that <laughs> mm. um and we get a text saying our flights have been cancelled oh remember yes this? I remember this I remember this and then we were like we were really shocked like really surprised we're like, what the hell can it be turns out it's bad weather yeah uh to be more specific it was wind yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was stopping us from getting on a plane and flying back home mm. So I went back to the airport, tried to see what was happening. They were like, we're going to put you in a hotel for a night. Yeah. We'll give you, like, some, like, food vouchers as well. Oh, yeah. The food wasn't the greatest. Um, so we went there, stayed the night, and then we got another text at, like, 2am saying, your flights have been cancelled again. Oh, God. Now we were, we, were a bit, we were a bit pissed off now, like, really annoyed. Yeah. So we were like, okay, let's get up. We'll go to the airport, see if we can, like, salvage anything. Yeah. So we go out, rush out the hotel. We go to the main desk downstairs. And we knew there was a shuttle going to the airport, like, every, like, hour or something. Yeah. So we asked the man, like, the concierge, oh, when's the next shuttle coming? Then he tells us we've just missed the last one. Oh, no. Just so annoying. So we're like, okay, let's get the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so we, like, literally, like, an action movie. We, like, bust out the hotel doors. I mean, there was this massive field in front of the hotel. We were like, okay, we'll just go over it, we'll run over it, and then we'll just get to the road on the other side. We're running across the, we're running across the field, and then the most annoying thing happened. <laughs> so we ran across the field, only to find there was a moat that was surrounding <laughs> the whole hotel. So, what about you? Like mean a big me? lake, river kind of thing. <laughs> 
that was covering like they're covering the outside of the hotel. We were like, let's just jump in. And I was like, no, I'm not jumping in. Oh my god! But yes, we ran all that way. It wasn't far, but it was annoying. And then we were like, let's just walk out through the main I thought, entrance. I thought you guys are like. You were like looking at like a mirage, yeah. Like and it was. We oh. couldn't believe we we were so annoyed and we thought, oh, we just want to get, we just want to go home right now. I remember that. Yeah. So we, we and there was a mum got you emergency flights home. Didn't yeah, you? thank big up mum again. For, uh, and me. Yeah, and you as well. We're booking us emergency flights home. We got home in the end, and then I didn't have I didn't have uni luckily, so I went straight to bed. But Kyle went off to his lecture. He literally landed, got back into Birmingham, back to the student accommodation, put his bag down, put his books in his bag, and off to his lecture he went. Imagine wow. that. I couldn't do that. I'd go straight to bed. Yeah, no, no, you could. Yeah, do that. forget that. But yeah, that was my disaster on holiday. Oh my gosh. I know. Mad, mad, I mad. I love it. So that means a vacation plus a disaster is an adventure. Definitely agree with that. What was his name again? Thoroughly. Who? The this guy who made the list. That... <laughs> Kevin Kelly. I was about to say like Kevin Costner or something. <laughs> oh my god. Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly. So we agree with most of them. Yeah, I definitely. To be fair, that there's quite a list, but these are the ones that stood out to me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, very good list. I like it. So, guys, to the end of the episode, as always, we do the famous, the legendary coin toss. I mean, so Hannah. Well, by the way, we do the coin toss. Decided as the outro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Hannah, do you want to be heads or tails? Circle. I want to be circle, okay, well, you're off the podcast. Okay, no, no, flick the coin. (laughs) Flick the coin. And I'll call it. All right, flicked. Heads. (laughs) Tails. Smile this way. I've got a better outro anyway. Well, actually, I feel like it's time to put you under a bit of pressure, actually, Sergeant. We're going to, in this final segment, do a quick fire round with Sergeant. Oh, God, when was the last time we done that? Episode... Three? Episode two? Two, when we did things that feel illegal. Yeah, I think so. That was fun. So I'm going to be under a bit of pressure. This better be good. God. I'm putting pressure on you as well. You're putting pressure on me? Yeah. Great. Okay, right. I'm going to count you in on three, okay. two, and then one, and then we'll kick off questions, right? Okay. So we're going to go on one. Okay. You get it? Yeah. Three, two, one. Horror or comedy? Comedy. City or countryside? City. Winter or summer? Winter. Mac or PC? Mac. Console gaming or PC gaming? Console gaming. Soup go or on. sandwich? Soup. Board game or card game? Board game. Beer or wine? Beer. <laughs> Dine in or delivery? Delivery. Sweater or hoodie? Hoodie. Motorbike, motorbike or bicycle? <laughs> bicycle. Book or ebook? Book. Ninja or pirates? A ninja, come on. Oh, that was good. We got to the end there. That was pretty fast. Was it? I didn't hesitate at once. Oh God, I'm blowing your own <laughs> trumpets off. But yeah, that, um, hope you enjoyed that. That is the end of the episode. That was a quick fire round. That was the quick fire round indeed. <laughs> Anna's famous quick fire round. Um, it's going to be named that from now on. But yeah, that is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a bit different. It was a bit uh, different, Different yeah. angle that we took today, but... We hope you enjoyed it once again. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can, which is at too good to be two. And if you really want to email us, you also can do that. Please do. Which is Hannah loves emails, by the way. Uh, which is too good to be two at gmail.com. So if you have any thoughts, opinions, whatever you want to Criticism. say, insults, throw it off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you must if you want to. But other than that, uh, see you in the next one. Bye. See ya.